after you. What am I doing? Are we starting? I guess. <laughs> this should be the intro, honestly. <laughs> Such a horrifyingly bad idea. <laughs> Welcome to One Bizarre Podcast, where we explore everything from ogres to orcs to... Other oaths. Cavemen. <laughs> to onions. I didn't write it down, okay? Yeah. It's hard to pull weird things out of your head. Clocks that live in trees. There you go. That's kind of weird. You know, mm-hmm. your kid's pissed at me. Yeah. All right. He <clears throat> wished you would have prepared better. I know. Uh, If you want to help us out at this point, you can rate and review our show so it gives us something to read during listener mail. That would really help us out a ton. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it would soothe Blackie's child. Right? Yes. What were you doing there? I don't know. All right. Um, Okay, so... Blackie. Yeah. Um, how's it going over there? It's going all right. <clears throat> yeah? Mm-hmm. Have you been watching anything other than that weird show on Shudder? Have you watched anything else on that channel? No. I do believe there's other stuff, <laughs> but oh, I have not checked it out. But I, th- I think Aaron sent me something else or no, it was somebody sent me something else that's on that channel that might be good. Another documentary. Oh, it's, oh okay. I think it's about like, hold on. I think it's about like black horror, like a documentary about like. Oh, black the blunch black of bloat your blame. <laughs> yes, which actually surprisingly <laughs> comes up today. <laughs> In the episode. Ah, yes. Um... I uh, I found the original. Remember how I was talking about that hey, movie man. I saw on Amazon that I liked, uh, Suspiria. Yeah. Okay, I found the original. Okay. Um, I found the original 1977 version. Whoa! Oh of yeah. Suspiria. Yeah. Yep, and it is on a what is it? It's like a free movie TV service called Tubi. Okay. And it was on there. Um. God, I tell you what, there is nothing better than a 70s horror movie. Hmm. There, the 70s just did it right. Should I watch it? It was just, uh, you know, I don't, do you like 70s horror? I mean, it's not It's a like slasher. I watch a bunch of it, but. It's a very right. strange, we'll it's a it, very strange uh, slasher with some. Uh, like Lovecraftian okay. underlying themes, hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like there's some stuff, <laughs> there's some just weird shit in it that like you're like why, you know, okay. like there's like this weird random slave kind of guy from Romania who's like jaws all messed up, like not you know, like I feel like in the seventies they just didn't care and just like did things and yeah. you know I don't know it it's uh. Okay. I'll check it out. I, yeah. Yep. I mean, two basically, like, because of how different both of them were shot, it, I mean, I would say it was, they're both completely different movies. <gasps> you got it in the mail! Oh, yeah. I meant to show you. Yay! 
Hey! <laughs> How did you even notice that? Oh, I thought you. Uh, I thought you put the camera so I could see it. No. Oh, yay! I totally put it there and meant to like, because I like bring all my packages up. We keep them outside yeah. the, for a day so they can decontaminate, and then I bring them up in the morning for work, and then yeah. I like, unpack them. And I meant to say something. <laughs> That's not where it's going to live. That's where it is right now. Awesome. Like, and then yay. this scary movie, and they all got cut up, and oh, you got my Nessie I sent you. I uh, I buy her kids um, lots of cryptids. Uh, cryptids for their stuffed animal collection. So, so far, they have a unicorn, a Bigfoot, a jackalope, and now Loch Ness. Yes. Nessie. And one of my coworkers <clears throat> who lives in Vermont got us two cha- champs. Champ. Champs. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Aw. So they probably have more fake animals than real ones. <laughs> so, anyway, yes. If you are a fan of the 70s horror genre... Um, check it out. It is quite, I guess it was quite the sleeper. Um, and then the, the next one I'm going to watch is called Inferno, which was 1980, which is technically the second movie in the, in the trilogy. And, uh, and I guess it's like, I, I looked it up under a bunch of like horror movie lists and it said it's like the best underrated horror movie ever. So I'm excited to watch it. Oh, God. Stop drinking out of that mustard glass. Okay. Uh, so anyway, that's what I've been up to. Awesome. Um, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a ridiculous meme. Okay. Let's <laughs> do. <so> funny. <laughs> let's, let's do. <clears throat> Before we move on, let's do. The news. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. I hope you enjoy these. (laughs) Space Agency. Human urine could help us make concrete on the moon. (laughs) What? Wait, why do we need help making concrete? Why can't we just make concrete? What? I don't know, man. Like, All right, we can't do this. What? You know what? You're <sighs> Damn it, Johnny! You're the. You're so smart. Ah, uh, ah! Uh, this is from the Yakima Herald. Yakima. So you know it's good. Uh, Berlin AP, the European Space Agency. Our space astromen said on Friday <laughs> that human urine. <laughs> could one day become a useful ingredient in making concrete to build on the moon. Do you remember what they called astronauts in that film strip on the Simpsons where they talked about the moon? Astromen. Okay. I think it was Astromen. Our, our Astromen. <laughs> uh, the agency said researchers in a recent study found that Urea, the main organic urea. compound in urine, would make a mixture for lunar concrete more malleable because it hardens into a sturdy final form. Oh my god. 
It noted that all, using only materials are available on site for a lunar moon, or moon base or other construction would reduce the need to launch supplies from Earth. The what? main ingredient in lunar concrete would be powdery soil found on the moon's surface. But they have to drink the water anyway. And urine! Why not just use the water? Why does it have to pass through a person first? I don't know. You get two, two birds with one stone, I guess. <laughs> with one kidney stone? I guess. So there you go. All right. Urine's going to build the moon, everybody. All right. And then we're going to skip the, uh, the story yes. that I accidentally found. Okay. But this one's awesome. Okay. You remember that, <laughs> that stupid shitty robot that Boston Dynamics built? Yes. Well, the they built another. Sh well, no. Um, <laughs> the no, that wasn't a tongue. It was a tentacle. Right. Um, Boston Dynamics creepy robot dog is patrolling parks in <laughs> to encourage social distancing. Are you serious? Parks here? <laughs> yes. I will put this on the news on Monday if you're serious. <laughs> uh, oh, it's nope. It's in Singapore. Oh, okay, right. so if you didn't get enough of robot filled future at the end of season three of Westworld, here's your chance. Spoiler. Boston Dynamics robot dog known as Spot is patrolling Bishan Angmokyo Park in Singapore to help with social distancing during the coronavirus pandemic. The Singapore government announced the trial program, which started Friday, will see the creepy dog deployed over a three-kilometer stretch in the River Plains section part of the park. <sighs> During off hours, a recorded message will broadcast from the dog to remind park visitors to observe safe social distancing. Why do you need that? <laughs> it's just walking around. Please maintain social distance. Arf, arf. Oh Please maintain gosh. social distance. Bark, bark. <sighs> oh my God, that is amazing. It is. Dude. That thing, did you see somebody put a horse mask on that thing? Yes, and it was just yes. <laughs> wandering was, around. For, you know what? I think for the remainder of my life here on Earth, I'm going to find those horse masks funny. Oh, yeah. No matter what it is on. If it's hanging up on a hook to be used yeah. later, I will laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yep. Uh, so you can find Spot and his robot buddies hanging out in Singapore. Oh, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. hail corporate. <laughs> uh, when we come back, it's a small, small world <laughs> in the wide world of Disney. No more improvising. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Guys, uh, this is what happens when I don't write a complete outline. Yeah. You know, I 
Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I can improvise on stage all day. Like, this is hard. It's probably you. Uh, the bubbles came uh, up my nose. We, okay, uh, Blackie, do you want to tell everybody what you're still drinking? Thanks. So last episode. <laughs> Thanks. Last episode. Thanks. I just grabbed the closest Thanks. thing. Which is the only thing in our refrigerator. Everything else is out on, in the cooler on the por- on the porch. But, oh, okay. Um, it's an entire bottle of Prosecco <laughs> that I started last episode. And this is how much is left. Maybe another Damn, glass. Damn, dude. Oh, my God. So I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Still got my mustard jug. Dude, Reed Daniels just popped up on my uh, friends. Yeah, I'm friends with him on everything. Oh, he's a lion. Okay, anyway. He's a liar. Uh, <laughs> he's a lion about what? Uh, shout out to Eden Prairie High School. Woo! <laughs> okay. Uh, what? What were? What were we? What oh were yeah. You sorry. Okay. Beer. What uh, are you drinking? Oh yeah, I'm still drinking Minnesota Gold. Awesome. Uh, it is my favorite. Uh, local beer from Third Street Brew House here Shop in local. Minnesota. Yep. Don't do it, Blackie uh, did. Uh, <coughs> so Ever. anyway, okay. So today we're so, going to talk about something that's very near and dear to me. Near and dear to my heart because I discovered that Disney was putting Easter eggs all over their movies and promptly creeped me the fuck out. So before we get yeah. into how there may be subliminal you're messages. So weird. God, what is, you're so weird. I don't know. That, that creeps you out so much. I know. There's uh, hidden messages and everything. Uh, don't tell me that. Start crying. Um, before we get into how there may be subliminal <laughs> messages among those Easter eggs and other things hidden in Disney movies, Katie, you want to give us the skinny on Easter eggs? Uh, yeah. Uh, every Easter, the bunny comes and lays <laughs> eggs in your yard. Sometimes there's candy. Sometimes there's coins. Blackie? okay uh all right typity let's see here while the term easter egg has been mean been used to mean a hidden item for some time the reference to an easter egg hunt has come to be more common used as a message image feature hidden in a video game film or other usually electronic medium the term used in the manner was coined around 1979 by stephen wright and then director of software development of Atari Consumer Division to describe a hidden message in Atari video game adventure. Ooh. At the time, Atari did not include the programmer's names in the game credit. Why wouldn't you do that? Fe- I don't know. They had Fearing- to like hide oh, it. this is why. Oh. Fearing that competitors would attempt to steal their employees. Ooh. Robinette, who disagreed with his supervisor over their lack of acknowledgement, secretly programmed. That's stupid. That is not the message created by Warren Robinette to appear if the player moved their avatar over a specific pixel dubbed the gray dot during a certain part of the game and entered previously forbidden part of the map where the message would be found. That's awesome. When Robinette left Atari, he did not inform the company of of the acknowledgement that he in included in the game shortly after his departure the gray dot and his message were discovered by a player atari's management initially wanted to remove the message and release the game again until 
until it was deemed too costly. Instead, Stephen Wright, the director of software development in the Atari blah, 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 okay, suggested that kept he keep the message and, in fact, encourage the inclusion of su- such messages in future games, describing them as Easter eggs for consumers to find. That's pretty cool. I just sent yeah. you that without reading it, and that's very interesting. Yeah. Hello. Good. My name is... Blacklin Kennedy, and today I'm no, going to talk to it's you not. about stuff that's hidden in Disney movies. So, you, some of you may be aware that Disney hides Easter eggs in much of what they're doing anecdotally. Ali doodly. When I found out that they've been <laughs> hiding Mickey Mouse shaped heads in their movies in plain sight, and I never noticed it, freaked me the fuck out. We will talk about a couple of the intentional Easter eggs a little later. Um, like how they draw or reuse cells from characters in older movies and newer movies as a nod or just to fill space. But we're also going to get into some presumably accidental or unintentional things or even things that were snuck into certain films in a minute. And like the boner in The Priest yes. in Ariel. Why are you going to ruin it? We're getting there. What? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I didn't look ahead. I just assumed. Yep. Um, it's a switcheroo. So Katie will go, then I'll go, then Katie will go, then I'll go. It's our favorite kind. And And I ruined it already. And then I'll go, and then Katie takes a turn. So there's a a ton. Um, I just picked, like, a good amount. They're creepy. Also, as a warning, there will be open spoilers throughout this episode, so nudge our podcast timeline ahead 30 seconds here and there if we start talking about a movie that you want to see and you haven't yet and don't want us to spoil it for us. So I will begin, and then Katie will go, and then I will go, and then Katie and then I will go, will go. Um, and then I will go. So number one, first one we're going to do is Gaston's eyes. That's Gaston's death eyes. I'm oh, sorry. Oh yes, I know this one. Okay. So here's one I actually never knew about in the 1991 film Beauty and the Beast. A rich douchebag piece of douchebag royalty gets turned into a beast by an enchantress for being a. Sh- shallow douche who only wanted to associate with pretty people katie you remember when we saw yes. the beast roar and then subsequently saw him foam yes and how they were not going to come you home until he was tower? dead good and dead well toward the end of that scene after the beast and bell suitor gaston tussled and the beast spared his life gaston stabs him in the back the beast reflexively shoves him away causing gaston to stumble off the roof of the castle to his death remember this oh. Well, in a close-up of his eyes as he's falling, a pair of... You said you knew this one, right? Yep, I do. Never heard of it. A pair of skulls can be seen flashing in the pupils of his eyes. This apparently can only be seen on the DVD version, was deleted from the VHS release. Now that I think about it, I think I've only ever owned the VHS version and maybe streamed it if I ever watched it again after that without knowing to look for this. Hey, Katie. Yes. You want to stay in the tower? You want to stay in the tower? No. Then follow me. No. Then follow me. <laughs> Is it my turn now? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then you go, and then I'll go. Aladdin talking dirty. <laughs> Talk dirty to me. Okay. The 1992 animated movie Aladdin, a poor orphan finds Genie's orphan. lamp. 
a porphin finds genie's lamp and is granted wishes and is decided to become a prince in order to have a chance with the princess he met and fell for while she was undercover in the marketplace mm. after a magical carpet ride with the princess he was disguised as prince ali and princess jasmine are saying their goodnights and he reportedly subliminally messages teenagers take off your clothes i remember this mm-hmm. i remember this being an urban legend back in the day okay the voice actor for Aladdin, Scott Winger, Winger. Winger <laughs> says he never said the words. So many people swear they've heard. Do you remember this? I no, kind of remember sitting in front of the. That's a bracket. Oh. Me asking you oh. if you remember it. I thought oh. you and I, I kind of have this memory of you and I sitting in my living room on the floor, like next to oh. the VCR. I'm rewinding sure we did. It and listening, like with our ear to the speaker of one of those like old big screen TVs that were the size yeah, of yeah, like, like the one that you had, yeah. yeah, like a giant, yeah, 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 yeah. Listening to take off your clothes. I know that we did. I've because heard. I remember. I remember this being like a massive urban legend thing, <laughs> a massive urban legend thing. So, um, yeah. So apparently there is a line in the script, and and it is. Come on, good kitty, take off and go. Makes no Trying sense. to get the princess's guard tiger to Amscray. Not really what it sounds like, though. Maybe the audio got warped or they're trying to make us succumb to some prepubescent carnal impulse. <laughs> you be the judge. Teenagers, take off your clothes. I Sweet remember 16. Hearing... Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, the Lion King sex dust. Oh, yeah. In the 1994 movie. I know what it really is. Yeah. In the 1994 movie, The Lion King, there is a scene where a pensive adult Simba, who was living as an outcast after the death of his father by his throne-thirsty uncle, flops down onto a ledge, kicking up a cloud of dust that he, that the monkey Rafiki, who gave Simba his name and predicted his fate, catches and sniffs, realizing that the true Lion King is still alive. Well, in that cloud of dust, Katie, remember what? Oh, what this said? That's right. Sex. sex. What? I remember watching sex. it with you. I've had sex. I remember watching it with you. What's and wrong we, with and hearing we your elderly father talk about sex? About sex. Uh, no, I remember watching this with you, and yes. every time that would happen, me and you would I remember. personal laughter. Yes, I just and being like, Six. Literally, the next line I have written here is, I remember sitting with you playing this on a loop, giggling. <laughs> what a youth we had, huh? Well, God, we were the lamest people that ever lived. That probably took like, us a God. whole, maybe two days. Two afternoons after school probably spent doing that, watching yeah. the word sex on a screen. Well, the animators God. explain that it does not say sex, but instead spells out, Katie... SFX or special effects special for effects. a few frames. This is probably true. Katie? Yep. Okay. All right. Scrolling without looking. Ooh, the rescuer's nudity. <laughs> Ooh. Ever seen the 1977 movie The Rescuers? No. Well, in 1999, Disney announced that it would be recalling 3.4 million with an M copies of the animated film three days after the movie's second release. Why? All because something hidden in two frames of the movie 
Somewhere between the movie's completion and release in theaters, someone in the distribution chain <laughs> slipped a photo of a naked lady in two frames. Unbeknownst to anybody at Disney or anyone else, really, no one would have ever noticed if it wouldn't have been for the advancements in video technology allowing people to freeze movies frame by frame. Three months later, the movie was released without the naked lady. Who would ever return it? It's like giving back a collector's item. Like, Weird, this airplane is upside down on this stamp. Can I swap it out for the plane right side up, please? As you can guess, you can find original copies of the original on eBay for a hefty, hefty price tag like 11 whole dollars. <laughs> nice. Did you know about that one? I did. I actually did not. I, I think I have read it in like a list in my life, but I've never noticed it. I don't even know if I've seen the rescuers. I've seen the rescuers down I... under. I think that yes, was the I've first seen one. the rescuers down under, yeah, and I have not I seen the I rescuers. The yep. Um, the Little Mermaid Minister, which Katie talked about in the 1989 movie The Little Mermaid, Ursula tries to seal Ariel's fate as her Kelpie prisoner and as a bargaining chip to take the crown from her father and rule the sea. As time is running out and Ariel's getting the prince to fall for her without her voice, Ursula takes human form and uses Ariel's purloined voice and entrances <laughs> Prince Eric. The two are at the Your altar. Purloined voice. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the tour at the Jordan's. altar, and the minister is officiating the wedding. Some of you may know that this is the moment you can see a very distinct bulge in the minister's pants. Disney yeah. claims the minister—it's the minister's knee because, of course, they would. What are they going to say? Yeah, got us. It's a boner. Shame <laughs> on us. <laughs> we all had a good laugh. Carry on. <laughs> One thing I will say: if it isn't—it's it, not a knee, but if it is a knee. The the way the the minister is like a short, stout guy. Yeah. So he wouldn't have a little tiny sharp knee. Right. Which is what we see down there. It's it's a boner. It is. Katie? He's super into the dog. Speaking okay. Of boners. All right. <laughs> yes. I I have this. I have this VHS. I'm pretty I sure. Have this we VHS heard about it at the same time. Yes. And ran to your house and grabbed your I feel we like we were in your like living room, did. like in your kitchenette, yes. standing by yes. your dining table looking. I can see this memory like in my yes. head looking at the cover. Yes. On the cover of the VHS version of The Little Mermaid, one of the spires in the castle background includes a deliberately drawn phallus by a disgruntled artist. This is probably one of the most widely known Disney rumors. Truth is, uh, or at least what Disney tells us, is the resemblance is strictly coincidental and drawn by the artist who is neither disgruntled nor about to be fired. The artist didn't even work for Disney, so had no beef with Disney. The artist also drew other promotional items for the film. He rushed to finish the artwork, which already kind of had phallic-looking <laughs> towers anyway, and inadvertently drew one of the towers straight up that looked like a dong. <laughs> Apparently, the artist didn't even notice how penisy it looked until <laughs> a member of a youth group at his church, church told him about the rumor. The whole thing started when some Karen walking through the grocery store in Mesa, Arizona, somehow was given the gift of picking dicks out of haystacks and complained to both Disney and the grocery store in the mid-90s, and Entertainment Weekly ran a piece on it. That was not as funny when I, read, when I wrote it as it was when you read it. 
Notice how penis he looked until some Karen walking through Mesa, Arizona, giving the gift of picking dicks. Dicks out of haste. Brand new sentence. Oh my God. Oh, sweet Jesus. Sweet Jeebus. Okay. Speaking of the Little Mermaid, they're the cameos. Finally, one that's not X rated. In the beginning of the movie, where crowds await the arrival of King Triton. If you pause, the daughters of Triton, <coughs> father who loved us and named us well, Shaquanta, Shaquisha, Latoya, Sharonda, they are all black girl names. Anyway, um, if you look closely. Um, you can make out a bunch of Disney characters in a cluster like Mickey Mouse, Goofy, Donald Duck. Then at the wedding scene at the end, Kermit the Frog shows up and then the King and Grand Duke from Cinderella. I noticed the opening cameos, but not know, did not know about the ones at the end, except for the cameo by the boner. Kiki? All right. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. Hold on just a darn second here. Yeah, you thought you had more time darning your socks over there? Yeah. Okay. Reappearing room number. Eleanor oh. Rigby. Eleanor Rigby, if you look at it, you may find an alphanumeric series A113 in a ton of Disney movies. It's in Lilo and Stitch, Meet the Robinsons, Brave Little Toaster, Princess and the Frog. It's in every Pixar movie, every non-Disney animations like Family Guy and Simpsons references. Well, it happens to be the classroom number of the first year graphic design and character animation class in Cal Arts. Huh. <coughs> Where many Disney and Pixar animators get their start. Had you ever oh, noticed that's nice. That? Uh, no. No, I never noticed either. That's but it's really, everywhere. I'm going to look for it now. That's very sweet, though. Yeah. Speaking that's of dicks. Um, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> that's very sweet. Hercules. <laughs> there's a scene where Hercules gets into a fight with the River Guardian. Do you remember his name? I Actually, I have never actually seen that movie. Really? I kind of yeah. liked it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, he gets into a fight with the River Guardian. I believe it's whoever guards the river sticks i can't think of his name right now but he gets in a fight with him knocks him out punches him and then a horseshoe hits him on the head causing one of those cartoonish knots yeah yeah you know and it serves as kind of a ringer for the horseshoe it continues to grow instead well it continues to grow into a penis (laughs) shape and his eyebrows seemingly morph into what very much appear to resemble a pair of testicles right below it seriously disney what the hell is going on there i think it's just a bunch of really bored animators right yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess. Or a coincidence. <coughs> or okay. They, I just don't know why they think that no one's going to. I mean, you obviously want someone to notice, but. Yeah. They're almost like not slick enough with it. Right. Okay. Jessica Rabbit Commando. <laughs> Let's see. Who framed Jessica Rabbit is a pretty racy movie as it stands, but Roger. there is a scene. Oh, yeah, Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But there is a scene where Jessica is thrown from a car after uh, a crash into a light pole, and as she spirals from the car, her dress flies up, revealing she is not wearing any panties. Why? She's not wearing any panties, guys. Speaking of Disney's obsession with drawing commando women, can you hear my children right now? No, are they talking about panties? No, there's there's this I think it's Dutch. It's a Dutch animation company called Film Builder. And we okay. stumbled upon some of their animations like 
trying to find stuff on YouTube for them to look at. And they have, like, all these, like, animated shorts. And there's two of them that they really love. And one is about, like, this, like, family of sheep. And their baby isn't making the bass sound. It's, like, mooing. And they're all embarrassed. (laughs) And then they find out every sheep's kid, like, barks or moos or says some other noise. It's not a bass. And then there's another one about a whale. I think I was telling you that they try to say whale and can't really. But that was... They were just going, yeah, like in the background. Anyway, um, speaking of <laughs> <Yeah>. Disney, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> on that note, speaking of Disney's obsession with drawing commando women. <laughs> Got it. Got and it. Hercules, when the muses are singing zero to hero, one of them sings the line, is he bold? And her dress flies up when she takes a step forward and you can see that she is not wearing anything under her toga. Oh, shit. <clears throat> You should see that movie. You should watch it. It was it was not that bad. And um, James Woods plays Hades. The guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good. All right. Disney finally put some panties on in The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The poster for Disney's re-release in The Lion King in 2002 slipped what appears to remember... Be- Resemble, sorry. Resemble the image of the back of a woman only wearing a thong. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. If Simba's standing on the Serengeti with the sun setting behind him in the image of Mufasa in the clouds, his nose makes what it looks like kind of panties in question and his mouth kind of looks like an ass crack in cheeks. (laughs) It's more of like, I've seen it before. It's more of like a a pareidolia thing, you know? I, I mean, it's really reaching, right? You know, uh, they're just trying to do it. Reaching, I don't really. I don't know. I'm gonna go with. You could have drawn that a little less like a naked lady. <laughs> All right, a little bit less like a naked lady. All right. Speaking of naked ladies, <laughs> and Disney's obsession Jeez. with them, we sure are talking a lot about a, a lot of freaking naked it's stuff. Disney, and we're talking it's about not Disney. us. It's Disney. All right. Um, the naked chick of Notre Dame. In the movie, okay. which I have not seen, I may have seen it once, but I really don't. I I saw it once, and it's it's very I don't know. It's it's very it's one strange. Uh, Atlantis kind of movies. It's very strange. In the yeah. movie, there's a sexy fire dance the hunchback's love interest, as Merelda does. And one of mm-hmm. the in most of the dance, it looks like she's wearing clo- she's wearing clothes. Okay, basically, there's one small portion that lasts a few frames, showing a detailed naked, straight up naked lady. With details of her breasts and inner thighs. Give it a rest, Disney, huh? What are you doing? It is, it's a weird scene that they're describing there. It's yeah, she's uh, like, is she seductively dancing for him? Who's she dancing for? No one. It's, it's so weird. Like, there's a, there's a whole song called Hellfire. What? It's really a, it's very dark. The movie oh. is super dark. Um, All right. It's not like a normal Disney movie. Like, I... It's just, I don't know. Hmm. It's just not, yeah. All right. I don't know. Well, anyway. Let's take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll do a lightning round of Easter eggs. All right. And we're back. Am I starting? Mm-hmm. Okay. On uh, Moana? Yeah. Yeah. All right. When Maui sings "You're Welcome" in Moana, a school of fish swim by. Keep your eyes peeled for flounder from the Little Mermaid. Have you seen Moana? I have. Do you like it? 
Do you make your kids sing like songs from Moana? Well, first of all, as a teacher of children, I have to. <sighs> I know all of these songs before the movies even come out mm-hmm. or before like I've ever seen it. So usually I don't see these movies because I hate them before I even see them. I'm so sick of them before I even see them. I thought it was fine. Take it seriously. The movie Moana. What do you mean? You know, like, is it up there? My students, the Disney, my students loved it. They loved it. They didn't love it it as they didn't love it as much as frozen. Yeah. Frozen was like the big thing forever. And then, uh, but they loved Moana. Meh. I feel like they Frozen was fine. Moana, I like almost didn't like. Yeah. I like the chicken. (laughs) I liked the chicken too. That was the only thing I liked about my the only thing I liked about Frozen was a dumb reindeer. Yeah. 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 Um, So I don't know. I like I, you know, at this point, I'm all about the classics. So, you know, here's another movie I didn't like. And I have nothing against Hawaii. I love Hawaii. I spent two whole summers in Hawaii. I have nothing against yep. Hawaii. But I, I remember when you abandoned me <laughs> to hang out with Lori. I hate Lilo and Stitch. I've never seen it. I'm, I don't know if I have either. <laughs> I may have seen most of it and yeah. walked away from it. Anyway, keep your eyes peeled in the gallery while... Oh, wait. This isn't... Well, it's about Lilo and Stitch. But in the movie Big Hero 6, did you see that? Nope. That movie is awesome really it is one of the best (laughs) disney movies believe it or not i've ever seen really yeah we put it on one night because it was like on demand and it ended up being like one of the best disney movies it's so good but anyway keep your eyes peeled on the gallery wall of pictures on heroes staircase in big hero six see if you can spot stitch from lilo and stitch Aww. They like to hide Stitch in a lot of stuff. He's in a bunch of other things. We'll find out. Um, let's see here. That word this is be, morbid. Uh, let's see. Moana is... A, this might be morbid, but Moana is loading her boat, and you can sh- see a weird-shaped carrot and stick resembling a hand. Very much likely a nod to Olaf from Frozen. Uh, That's so good. Okay. Yep. Uh, when Anna is singing, For the First Time in Forever... In Frozen, Katie, you want to give us a yep. few bars? For the first time in forever. That's all I'm doing. Thanks. I don't care. Uh, yeah. For Elsa's coronation day, keep an eye out for Rapunzel sporting a short hairdo walking into the <laughs> castle. <laughs> okay. Uh, in Princess and the Frog, there's a street scene where people are walking and doing chores. The woman on the top floor of a quintessential New Orleans home can be seen shaking out a magic carpet from Aladdin. Mm. Mm. Also in The Princess and the Frog, when the shadow man says he has friends on the other side, he conjures up a bunch of shadows. One of them appears to be Jack Skellington from the from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. Have you seen that in movie? The, I've seen it multiple times. I like that movie. That is, that is in my top five Disney movies. Do you know... Who, oh, so you probably, I'm assuming know who does the voice and what else she was in of uh, uh, the lead. Yeah. I can't remember though. She was in dream girls. Oh, it was Jennifer Hudson, right? No, it was the one that you don't know her name. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, no, I love that movie. I love, I it love it. It's so good, it, but it's, I love it 
because like it's first of all it's classic animation yep. which i am obsessed with it's wholesome and it's wholesome and then the other the other it's thing funny. is is that like i as somebody who owns a small business am super into the fact that it is a woman business owner and also, that was my favorite. P- I loved it. It was she, so great. The other thing that's it's so as a and black I like the crocodile. Man, <laughs> yeah, I like the crocodile. Have you ever seen that Reddit sub as a black man? As a black man, yes. So going off the black people thing on this real quick, it somewhat annoys me that it was given the animation effort as like Atlantis. Like there's there's oh. classic animation like Pocahontas. Uh-huh. And then there's like the mail it in animation like Atlantis and I kind of feel like it had a little bit of mail it in animation. In the mail it in. <laughs> like we fi- we finally you guys finally give us our Disney movie and you're going to mail it in though. Come on. Man. <laughs> I loved it. I don't know. I no, loved I it. Love I love the, the music in it. And uh, I was like, come on, bro. Really? And, uh, no, it was, and I, the, yeah, it's a good, so good. I like that movie. Anyway. And the, and the trumpet playing alligator has my heart. Yes. Okay. Uh, the beginning of 2005's Chicken Little very much resembles the opening of Lion King. I have not seen Chicken Little. Yep. Me either. Um, there's a stitch toy going back to all that shit on the shelf in the bedroom <laughs> of young Jim Hawkins and Katie's favorite movie, Treasure Planet. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shitty uh, Disney animation, uh, keep an eye out for Mulan. Mil- Mulan in Lilo and Stitch. Mulan Walk. Okay. Like, there's a scene where it's, like, like, the street, and there's a restaurant on the street called Mulan Walk Oh, in the movie Lilo and Stitch. I see. Got it. There's also a Mulan poster in Lilo's bedroom in Lilo and Stitch. There's a uh, Dumbo plush in Lilo's toy box. Um, Belle is walking down the thoroughfare with her nose stuck in a book in the Hunchback Aww. of Notre Dame. The blunch black of Bloacher Blaine. <laughs> the blunch black of Bloacher Blaine. Uh, <laughs> it's like one of the best jokes. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Pumbaa is one of the gargoyles as seen in the hunchback. Blunch black of Bloacher Blaine. <laughs> oh, God. You, you know, in Aladdin, there's that scene where you might remember the Sultan is like trying to stack a bunch of like little animal figurines up. Yeah. If you look closely next, uh, next time, you can f- see if you can find the beast from Beauty and the Beast in those toys oh. he's stacking up. Jack Jock. from... It's supposed to be Jock. Oh, okay, from Lady and Tramp can be seen in the <laughs> scene in Lion King where Scar tells Simba there that the hyenas think he's the rightful king. Look towards the backlit sky and you can see a silhouette of the Scottish Terrier. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. Hmm. This one creeped me out. Okay. At the very end of Aladdin, okay, when Raja is being transformed back to normal, remember he was turned oh, into like. Oh, I a know exactly kitten. what you're gonna say. Yeah, Jafar. If you watch frame by frame, there's a part where Raja has a straight up Mickey Mouse head. Mickey head. Yep, it's really bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's super weird looking. Yeah, 
Um, let's see here. And we will leave you with this. In Beauty and the Beast, when Maurice gets lost in the woods, Maurice, hurry up. The baguettes. Uh, he... <laughs> He comes across a signpost indicating the, the path to various locations. Looks closely. One says Valencia, where you can find the California Institute of the Arts. And the other is Anaheim, the home of Disneyland. Very good. Aww. <laughs> All right. So, so there's a glimpse into some of the Disney things, the things that Disney has hidden from us. Yep. Um, if we can conjure up some more, we may do another episode. There's seriously a ton. In the meantime, there's so many. Keep your yeah. eyes peeled for other hidden Disney gems that we may have missed and let us know. Also, keep an eye out for the bonus episode of Disney Urban Legends and one of my Legends That Might Be Urban episodes that we will also post soon. Uh, okay, Blackie, I've, uh, um, as we do not have listener mail today. Yeah. Uh, give me your top five Disney movies. They don't have to oh, be in five. any particular okay. over order. Um, and this is just gun, gun to your head. Right. No, you know what I mean? Yep. Just for funsies. All right. Little Mermaid. Okay. Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Lion King. Okay. Um, Big Hero 6. Okay. And Jungle Book. I will go and fetch the water till the day that I am grown. Um, fetch the water. Uh, okay. I. Hi. Out of all the songs okay. in that movie, that's We're the one that you went with. Uh, <laughs> it's just That's it's just a, because like, Jungle Book I, deep cut song. Too. Listen, listen. It, it it's because me and you used to make fun of it constantly. If you like, we found any human being, go and you were like, what song? Oh my god. Okay, ready? Yeah. Here, yeah. Let's go. Here are mine. Okay. Okay. Some of these you definitely know. So Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. Pocahontas, which I know you hate me for, but I still love it. Uh, Princess, Princess and the Frog. Yep. Um, Little Mermaid. No, I'll take that back. Hundred One Dalmatians. Really? Why? Yep. Explain and, yourself. Uh, and no, 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 uh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Hundred One Dalmatians. Emperor's New Groove yes. and Robin Hood. And Robin Hood. Okay. Robin Hood has been at the top of my list for since I was a little little kid. Oodle-ally, Golly, love what a day. that movie i have seen it so many times um i can't believe they're doing a live action remake i refuse to see really? it yes How? with anamorphic people oh. animals and it's gonna be like cats and it's gonna be horrific um emperor's new groove is one of the funniest freaking movies that's ever that happened live action with actual oh Jordan my Goodman god with da- could you see david spade who's gonna be eartha kit though since she kid i don't know man <laughs> I've had an entire bottle of Prosecco. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Um, I would say in close. in I don't know, man. But in close, very close to my top five are 101 Dalmatians and Fox and the Hound. Whoa. All right. You like those old ass ones, huh? I do. I like all the old ones. Yep. Hmm. I don't like. There's very few new ones that I like. Do your um, top five least favorite. Oh, man. Um... 
probably like you want to do top three least favorite three <sighs> tarzan oh yeah that's on mine that movie apps do not like it at all yep um i don't like atlantis, uh, <laughs> atlantis is on mine <laughs> atlantis yeah and probably Pocahontas. um probably um hunchback and ultra dame mm. And <laughs> Pinocchio, probably. Yeah, that movie. Or stupid. brother, brother bear. That one was pretty stupid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't like those ones, but yeah, I do like the old ones. Um, I like you know, I liked Pocahontas because I became obsessed with nature all of a sudden and thought you were probably. Native American. Yeah, for like four seconds and then realized I, I thought I was zero. Native American until Ancestry.com told me otherwise. <sighs> yep. Uh, yeah, my mom told me I was completely German and I have zero of it. Hmm. And that actually made sense. What, that you don't have German? No, that I that I would be a, a 100% German. That would make sense. Hmm. Living in Minnesota, being well, freaking yeah. white, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, but uh, hmm. apparently not. At all. All right. But anyway, all right. So now you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I closed out my document about our uh, final stuff. So <laughs> it was that was it. <laughs> make you sure just take uh, us home from here. <laughs> all right. Make sure share you guys uh, share us with your friends if you like us and if you hate us. Share us with your enemies. It's a win-win for us. Uh, make sure you rate us and uh, leave us a review. It's the best way that all of us get discovered. I'm Katie. I'm Blacklin Kennedy. You are bizarre. <laughs> H. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> you are bizarre. <laughs> I was trying not to let you ruin my ending. And you, you do it every time. Bizarre. <laughs> Remember, I'm shutting this down. Remember, everybody, don't be boring. <laughs> be bizarre. This is the sound of me putting my glass down after finishing an entire bottle of Prosecco for two episodes. The end. <laughs>